Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, everybody. Roy Scovel here. And Daniel Van Kirk. We just want to let you guys know that if you enjoy Pen Pals, uh, our podcast that comes out every single Wednesday, then you might enjoy bonus episodes in our Patreon that come out every single Monday. That's four episodes a month. It's only $5, and they are all follow-up letters. So we hear back from our Pen Pals about whatever they're going through or sandwiches that they love or whether or not they like their new haircut. We hear from them, we read their letter, and then you hear them as well. Yep, that that's is it, at, right? Uh, that's it. And okay. it's at Patreon dot com slash pen pals if you want to be my friend you had better go and get a pen and maybe we can keep in touch like we did in the old days it wasn't so long ago And gentlemen, you're listening to Pen Pals with Daniel Van Kirk and Rory Scovel. And today we are joined by the great Beth Stelling. Ooh. Hello. Who now has a brand new special out. <laughs> I told Ish. Ish. I have a new one coming. About a year, you year have a and new a half one coming. I have a new one coming. When is that coming out? I don't know. I got to figure that out. I got to name it. But I'll Girl Daddy's out now. Girl Daddy's HBO on Max? HBO Max. Get to it. it. Watch it. Hop to it. Girl click Daddy. It. HBO Max. Type it in. Click it. And a See new it. one's coming. Did you ask them if they would give you the old like 1980s intro into your... Or did they not do that for HBO They Max? did that for Gerard's, mm. I think. I think Gerard's... I think because I, I was the Max. I think because I'm HBO Max. Uh, yeah. okay. They were like, let's take this to the Max and not Max. give her... That old intro. Take it to the limit. We haven't even gone to them yet. Yeah, we haven't even gone to them. I don't see any letters. We haven't even gone to them yet. Beth, thanks for being here. Oh, happy to be here, like your office. You biked in. I did bike here. My hair is a little wild, maybe. No, it's perfect. No, it's great. Perfect. Look at mine. Yeah, look at mine. You think I want to look like this? You think I... (laughs) This I, is, I do like it. Like Daniel <laughs> looks look, good. You look great too. I I don't. You know like what you this. have? You this have is them. all for the show. That's what I was so going to say. Keep brushing well, it the way they brush it. Or normally this would be like really sure. low on the sides and like bigger you, on top, yeah. which I like. You have yeah. a show. Would it be straight up or still curved at the top? It wouldn't have this. Okay. Yeah. 
This is have you, I don't I don't hate this, Danny, but I don't love it. I Danny lo- Rubin. I yeah. love you on the show. I'm Thank so you. proud of you. These it's two so haven't even watched see. it yet. Have you ever It's I'll so watch fun it. to I'll see the it. character <laughs> unfold and how much you've yeah. grown and it really changes. Season three. Out in I don't know when it'll be out. June. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big arc for my character. Yeah. yeah. What uh have you ever gone straight back? Not yeah. in a pool. Like yeah. I'm saying in life. To do like a villain thing. character? I, I, I'm talking about to go to the coffee shop. No. I would never brush it like that. I have a receding hairline. These are my power, power alleys here. This is where you want to hit to if you're at the plate. You want to be aiming for yep. right. <laughs> right. <laughs> this this is how you get on base. You want to be going alley. here if you're trying to get on base. <laughs> it makes me predict what my, my, my more extreme balding pattern power will alley. be. And I wonder if I I'll end up gonna, with that little you're gonna island. You're going to hold on to an island. See that island? Mm-hmm. You just you got to just shave it. I think it is, we talk about this all the time. At a certain point, you just got to shave yeah, it. Yeah, you go Dixie Chicks. My dad. You, either power get, alley, you do some wide kind of a spaces, surgery. Dude. My you dad a surgery has two, get two, three hairs on the island. Yeah. Uh, goes to the barber. Straight face says, I'll take a flat top. Yeah, Every and time. he means it. And he means it big yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> These the ones that are back here that are hanging on, I guess, are sticking up in yeah. flat top way. And it does work. And then, but he has barely any hair at all. Yeah, that's when you just got just shave a little. It. He always had this chunk right here, the yeah. island. Yeah, I don't know because some guys with the wrap around still look really I don't good. Bruce Willis looks great like that. The guy from I think White my, Lotus, that's who my Greg, dad thinks who he is. Greg from White Lotus, uh, Uncle Rico, he's got like the the cropped, uh, short cropped like wrap around. Uh, Statham will do a wrap around. Stathy. None of these guys I am attracted to, but it's mostly because probably they remind me of my dad's hair. Mm. That'll mm. do it. Mm. That'll do it. Are you attracted to this? Yeah, very. <laughs> this roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 The answer is yeah, your current your hairstyle is timeless. Thank you. I, I, Thank you I, for saying that. You could walk onto Carson in 84 right now. Yeah. yeah it look. is interesting to have to keep a certain look for a show. You're like, on. I wouldn't, I don't like this. I don't want this. I've grown to like just a mustache. Sure. But I'm a beard guy. But I will say, maybe I'm not going to be a beard guy anymore. Maybe I'm tired of being a beard guy now that I've yeah, exposed to my face. Wa- have I when ever I- known you without a mustache? Yeah, you definitely well, have. No, probably not. Because yes, I've always had have. a beard. Okay. I don't think I don't think we've had times where you didn't. That doesn't mean I crossed Beth's path. I suppose that's true. I have a picture of us hugging in the green room, probably two thousand eight at UCB or something. Me and you? No, 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 no. It would have been twenty twelve. Is this Sorry. a collection of green room pictures we now have after the one at his show? Yeah. <laughs> hugging in a green I know, room. It's yeah. like always captured. It's true. <laughs> yeah. Who took that one? I can't remember. Maybe oh. Scott. Ugh. That should be a that's a coffee table book. Yeah, hugging in the green room. Rory and Beth in green rooms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, whole book. <laughs> Hug it out. Different, having different conversations in green rooms. Um, should we should we dive right in? Yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's go, go! ladder. Mine was perfect. Mine too. It was also perfect. That's okay. Right oh, that's not it. Is sometimes are you guys sitting at a table sometimes? Never. Interesting. I don't think we've ever done a table. Maybe, maybe, maybe I just looked at. Oh, maybe we did a table. You're in Zoom in the Zoom mages. Yeah, and list this place for a while. This is fun. Me or you? Who's reading this? Oh, you are. 
Howdy, pen pals. Hey. Hi. Have you ever laughed at an inappropriate time or place? I was at a fundraiser recently where a speaker, a church leader, kept talking about how he made a positive impact in the community. But his word choice did, but his word choice did me in. He kept saying, I'm proud of how we've touched the community, touched the families, and touched the children. Okay. Every time he said that, I chuckled a little to myself, so <laughs> much so. I was shaking and sweating trying to hold the laughter in. My wife kept nudging me to try to get me to stop, but I couldn't help it. What are some of your most memorable moments you or a friend laughed when uh, they weren't supposed to? I'm looking forward to Rory's last tour, seeing him in Chicago and Atlanta. Wishing you both well. Sincerely, your pen pal, Michael Jones. Michael Jones. Michael Jones, Rory? Michael Jones, um, Michael Jones. Is that is there any is there anything in your life that you? Well, you, two things stress me out: seeing you in two cities. Whenever anybody does that to me, I'm like, yeah, it's pen pals. It's gonna be the same thing I know. for the most part. I know. And stop for this stressing tour, me out, especially when I can see you. When somebody comes to my shows a lot in LA and they're always sitting in the front, I'm like, don't make me do this. I feel like they're trying to send me a message. You know, the only thing that makes me, because I, I have met and know Michael. He's a longtime uh, pen pal? F- f- fan of the show, pen pal. Okay. Uh, loyalist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's such a weirdly aggressive word. Mm-hmm. Loyalist. But he mm-hmm. has been to several shows um, and I maybe he is he's okay hearing a lot of the same magic tricks right. get told. Know. You know, because, like you know the true story about Michael Jones, right? Here we go. What is it? Can I say it? Is it real? Lisa, can I say it? I mean, it was a secret. Yeah, but it was a secret he told at bingo. Right, he told a secret, so now it's not a secret. He got his... Say it, and then I'll cut it out. I'll check with him and cut it out. Yeah, you can also... There's also a fun thing where you beat the whole sentence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got his first hand job on 9-11. Oh man, everyone's got their weird fetish. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, get in here. There's been another disaster. <laughs> Honey, they're in the Capitol. Get in here. I mean, honestly, I think we've solved why he's laughing at t- the past. We're talking about touching people. <laughs> it's like, yeah, to his he has an inappropriate of, origin. Yeah, he has an inappropriate origin. I want to, God, I would love to know how that unfolded. Like, well, you still want to come in, over? Such a confusing you day. You still want to come over? Still I mean, yeah, we're out of school. He, I was going to say, he could have been in 10th grade in the back of the classroom, or he could have been oh. like, class just got out because people died. Back and I'm warned up. I mean, isn't it gross? Yeah. Is it gross point blank? Or is it uh, high fidelity? Where he says, like, you have to fuck. You have to, like, the opposite of death to, like, reassert ourselves as, like, our humans is sex. Isn't that in? Is that in? High fidelity? I don't know. I think I it's the know. Bible. I think a lot of what you're saying is the Bible and you don't know it. <laughs> I mean, I've laughed very... I've, church laughing is some of the oh, hardest the laughing I've ever done in oh, my, my life outside of yeah, I, I this. Do love, I do love laughing at church when I was a kid. My yes, sister yeah. would always fill out the membership pamphlet with a silly name. Mm-hmm. Like Mr. Toyota, Mr. Tortoise at 123 Toity Lane. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. And then when you'd pass it to me, I would be reading your entry. Sure, yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean. It just and then you'd get just, through the teeth from your mother. Stop yes. it. Stop, Stop it right My now. mom would probably laugh too. I can't remember exactly. Church feels 
feels like one of the spots where it's, it's to toughest. Laugh. I I have a story about, and I I don't know if I've told this on the show or not, but I was an altar server, and if you were an altar server at my school, because it was a school church, it was a it was a private Catholic school, mm-hmm. and so if you were an altar server, sometimes there would be a funeral in the middle of the day, and if you were an altar server, you might get asked to leave class and serve in the mm-hmm. funeral and you would get paid like 15 bucks or something. That's, That's real money. Like, I know. And yeah. I, I was like 6th, 7th grade. I'm shocked that you can get paid for this. Yes. I don't know why that was a thing because was it was a bonus just to get out of class and be like, oh, yeah. we're at a funeral. Like, And it's not like open casket or anything. So yeah. it's not like aggressive in that in that it's sort of way. Fun. So it wasn't like exciting. You know, no. there's no dead body. Yeah. But have, I, how much do you have to pay the church when you do a funeral there? You have to, right? right? That's weird. Dying is so expensive. Yeah, dying but just is the expensive, church itself, wonder, you have to pay, right? Because being born and dying, they should. No, you should, they should and just offer technically, the tax free. We're all paying for it. Yeah. yeah, but other than the tithing, but uh, yeah, the tithing always baffled me. Right? You have to pay for a wedding. I, I have no clue. I plan yes. to do neither of those. You have things. to pay a lot at the Die church or wedding. Even if you're a member, they just go, "Yeah, when do you want to do it? We'll do it for you." The church should say. Thanks for your service. You yeah, can you come have here your dead body week. here for an hour. Yeah. But but I imagine, because I wonder if they were saying, hey, and then we have a fee for the altar boys, so that's 50 bucks, and then they pocket 35 and give you guys 50 What is it, like rec Maybe. basketball? We got to pay the refs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that. It's like it that kind of be, thing. I'm glad you got paid, but it should be volunteer. I was. We called it yeah. acolyte. I was an acolyte, but I was kicked out. Why were you kicked out? I was badly behaved, and I talked a lot and made sillies and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> lots yeah. of faces. And, and then you turned that into a career. I did, and that's what. And that's the biggest fuck you to them. You want to go back and go, oh yeah, when you thought I was a problem or a troublemaker oh or a class clown, I am now paid <laughs> to do such to do things. exactly what oh, I was doing here. I was already educated. Yeah, I, I already had the education I needed school. to survive. <laughs> Many times I was told like. Hey, it's not going to work out for you if you can't rein it in. Yeah. And I was like, actually, I think it's only going to work out for me if I don't rein it in. Yeah. Well, you it worked out for you in multiple ways. Yeah. Yes. You, you walked the line, and and now you're on the other side of it. Early graduated. Yeah. No, okay. I know. Wait, I so tell, check tell us about the funeral. To doing I, the show. I, I was smart. You were smart? Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't I put my smart. coffee down there. I wasn't smart. There you go. Yeah, I was. I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying I'm, I'm not bragging. I'm not saying like oh, I was a genius. You got good grades. My hey, SA, it's okay my to brag. SAT and ACT were were not good. What was your ACT score? That I I genuinely don't remember. And if I had to I'm guess, I would say 27. See, you know what I mean? Like it was something like I think mine was 19. nothing helped me. None of my test scores helped me. They just because I think my grade point was okay. College, I had a better one. I graduated magna cum laude, but it's like I don't try I don't, at those I don't guess my SAT. Eleven forty. Eleven twenty. Ten forty. Nine eighty. Ten something. Ten fifty. I didn't even take it. I think mine was eleven sixty or something. I can't remember and exactly, then but Magna I know it was eleven. Laude in college? What does yeah. that mean? All A's the whole time? Yeah. No, I think it means a certain like three three eight or above or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So you got a special yeah. tassel? Or I a special think I did. Uh, uh, and I was here's sash. the thing. I always say this because I was a theater major, but yeah. it was liberal arts, so you had to take all the classes. Yeah. But I don't know. The amount of... I didn't try much. Like, I think that's... Me either, and I've almost failed. You didn't try much and just breezed. I was going to say, aren't we all like that, though? Like, what if we worked harder? In in, in different respective fields. Okay. Yeah. You might have that thing for, like, school where you're able to go, 
I don't really know it, but I fucking I kind of know it. I would I cram, and out. I could cram pretty well. Yeah. You would do the work. Yeah, I could cram yeah, for a test, and then it leave, and then it would leave me. Of course, of course, because that's cramming. What does cum stand for? Um. Oh, let's figure this out. What is the full thing? Cum laude. <laughs> magna cum laude. So magna is most. I mean, the fact that it's cum, sounds so I would think similar to of the com- of the group. Yeah, I never put the loudly there. She walked into the room and she came loudly. When me and classroom. Oh, when me and my wife, you're so vain. When me and my wife mm-hmm. make love, I'll say I'm cooming, <laughs> and we laugh. That was a that was a. Uh, I you know I was the onset writer for Good Boys that movie. Yeah. So we we did do play in this area quite a bit. Like yeah. when the boys are reading about like boobs or yeah, yeah. It's like what's coom? <laughs> <laughs> what's coom? I mean, that was an smells interesting like scenario right to be a part now. of. These I'll tell you that. Like coom, because to <laughs> laud somebody, I would think laud loudly. Laud is to uh, appreciate. Yeah. So I think it's the appreciation of the uh, loudly, the Big. collective, Big appreciation. the best of the collective group in appreciation. That's mm-hmm. my magna cum laude guess. Yeah, I think. Coom. Oh, she's gonna read it. She's already looked at. Oh, up. Guaranteed. Go, what is it? Let her rip. You don't want to guess. Magna cum laude, loud, 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 Magna cum laude. Uh, it means to appreciate the best of the group. That yeah, is mine. That's, yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. So officially it means with great praise. With great praise. Sense. Yeah, so right. magna is great, cum is with, and then yeah. laude. I was going to say praise. con or like it sounds like it with. if you translate any language, whatever, with. Yeah, con. I thought with did make sense. What yeah. school? Miami University. In Ohio? Mm-hmm. Mm. University of Miami. Oh, cool. Fight, 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 You know what's fight, so fight, interesting? To the dead. Fight, to fight, the dead. They really fight, were fight, upset fight. about that. Constantly. You guys were upset, Well, you guys too? spend, well, your, you guys spend your whole life going, less. no, the other one. I could yeah. care the less. Only thing. Her less so it, than you. I didn't even want to go there or finish. I felt like people consistently tried to tell me I went to the other school. Like That's so I weird because univers- I feel like you guys are the bigger and better one, in my opinion. If yeah, I would same. say University of Miami. Right? It's Miami. It's University of, or Miami. University of Miami. U of M. Yeah, Miami yeah. University. And they would... Im- <laughs> okay, so we had these t-shirts that, were, that said Miami was a university before Florida was a state. And, it, and it's sort of like, okay, well, if in whatever that would have been, 42 years, you couldn't be more popular, then maybe that's on you. <laughs> but people that's would the Ohio say, one. Yeah, that's oh, what I'm yeah, saying yeah. to my own that's people. That's like saying, like, hey, we might not have finished the race ahead of you, but we started it before you yeah, did. Like, way, that's like, we that's started terrible. it way before you. <laughs> yeah, and, and we get that you're faster than us and yeah. way up there. But I know. We started earlier. So weird. People would also say, though, they'd be like, uh, oh well, Miami University was around b- before, and I was like, okay, but I didn't go there. Like, yeah. this is where I went. So I don't know what to say to that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Either way, it was strange. Right? It was strange. The Midwest does this a lot. Even Illinois people are like, so you hate, but you hate Green Bay, huh? And I'm like, Yelp I don't. I don't think about it. I don't, it. Care. I don't yeah. think about it ever. I, I don't care. I like know. you always want them. You want, the, but you always want the White Sox to lose. I go, no, no I don't care. I. uh I, I, my rule is if you have Rochelle, USA, Chicago, or Illinois in your jersey, I suppose I want you to win a little bit more, but I don't really care if you yeah. lose. Yeah, and it's not that I'm too cool. It's just that I think they're unwell. You know, like I'm just sort of like, yeah. I, I wish more for you. And yeah. if that's your religion, I'd rather that be a religion than the other sure. thing. Sure, than the other yeah. religion. And go with that, please. Yeah. 
I guess if you need something to really, I know I'm. So, I I sound mean. No, no, no. You sound, you sound very apathetic. Normal, just sort of like, How could you possibly? I and mean, there's obviously comics have jokes about this all the time. Like, why are you wearing another man's uniform? Yeah, you know, or not not in a homophobic way, but like, why are you just wearing someone's work uniform around town? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. My and also, and also is, that person is twenty. Yeah, like you're you're sixty. I don't like. And you're looking. like, I love this twenty and, year old man. And I think they deeply think they could do it better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like in order to be a fan, you should have to go to the training camp and barf a little bit, like do one sprint and be like, yeah, do this one. isn't for me. I agree. I don't like I yucking anybody's yum. So if somebody has something, I know that's happy, why I'm, I'm saying. I'm recognizing it, but I don't I'm being mind yucking someone's yuck. If I'm like, <laughs> if I'm like, well, you, I nothing wrong with how much you love the Chicago Bears. Like, you go for it, love them. But um, don't let it ruin your Monday. In yes. fact, don't even let it ruin your entire Sunday. Yes. Like, yeah. It's in your life to bring you enjoyment. Yeah. If today didn't go your way, then go, oh, I'm yeah. going to go find uh, enjoyment. I got the rest yeah. of the day to go find enjoyment somewhere else. I, I wonder. I, yeah, I don't know what it is. I, yeah. I don't let it ruin your day. I get, like, I'm thinking of people, of course, I love that, like, go to the game and have fun. I, and it's really like, go for definitely it. have fun. Cheer for your team. I hope yeah. you win. And yet, also, so many men's brains are destroyed by the game. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, what's <laughs> happening? It's like modern day gladiator shit. It's evil. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, where, where'd you laugh? <laughs> oh, I laugh. Uh, can I just say this too? My yes. my best friend growing up, Fiona, she can't help but when she's delivering bad news. Oh no! Smile a little. Yeah. She'll, oh really? Yeah, it's so strange. Like, like a little psychological like thing. And like bite her lip. She's really? like, really? Because he um killed himself. <laughs> And it's like, wait, why are you doing that? Because that's her emotional nerve. It's, like yes. it's like when you're mad at somebody and they laugh yeah. because they're getting like nervous. Yeah. And that makes me more. I'm like, the fuck are it's you like laughing It's like Joaquin's about? Joker who laughs when he's like hurt. Yeah. Or he's like really kind of sad and he like has to laugh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That is- Human response is quite interesting. Yeah, because there's something somewhere along the path that created that yeah, like- sort of reaction, right? Yeah, I bet she can't even, like, do anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always like, why are you smiling? Yeah. Is it one of you? Whatever happened to you at the funeral? <laughs> so we're at myself and uh, Archie Gallivan. Love it. Uh, Love a full name. Friend, friend you know of, me. Uh, I, know, I know him very well. We're, we're good friends. Uh, he and I are the altar servers. And above us, across from us, we're sitting, as altar servers, we're sitting, like, facing the side of the church. The priest is here facing everybody. Yes. So... This layout is everyone's over here. Me and him are here facing this way. And there's two tiny glass, uh, stained glass windows above us. And one of them is Mary holding Jesus, baby Jesus. Mm-hmm. And in the next one, Mary is like, uh, like presenting, like, to like, like just arms are open, like looking down on the world. And Archie <laughs> leans over and he goes, doesn't it seem like she just dropped Jesus? <laughs> and I like look at that one, and then look at that one, and yeah, it's like a comic panel. Not stop laughing. I am like, <clears throat> like fighting it. Yeah. And well, once you, once the feeling comes in of I shouldn't be doing I this, can't. that's when you're now you're snowballing. I can't I, so much so. There, the the family, like people at the funeral, they know that that's like that guy's laughing, yeah, and people they, are up there yeah. talking oh. about their. Now they like, watch you on physical, and they're like, "That's okay." <laughs> talking about like their grandfathers. Funny. I don't know who passed He's away. I don't remember. Yeah. The priest is irate, staring at the two of us. No. Archie is going, 
you gotta stop. Gotta <laughs> That's stop. worse. I know. He's like, dude, stop right now. Even now, I'm looking at the so stained glass window, and I'm like, why are they in that order? <laughs> it's, so, <laughs> it's true. And he, uh, then we get taken back, uh, you know, after the funeral, you're like in the backstage, I don't remember what it's called, but we get like ripped. Oh, yeah. We get ripped. And yeah. Archie is like, he's not about to say, I told him something funny. And I'm like, like it, bo- right. we're both weirdly guilty. Sure. But also, it's like, I don't even know what to like yeah, and say. And what do we do now, even? Yeah. It's done. And th- we're getting like yelled at, like, it's you guys won't do any more of these funerals. It was so disrespectful. That family lost somebody. And so now you're like feeling like really yeah, bad about the yeah, yeah, situation. Yeah. But I, I remember like it was impossible for me to yeah, not like. Impossible. It was impossible. Now you would just get up and leave. Yeah. Right. You or would've... I think I would put my head in my lap. Yeah. Like this. But you're shaking, Beth. I, I think I had. Worked... I'm talking about fold over. Yeah. I think <laughs> I would fold over completely. Just leave. I would go like this. I have this. And then um... they're gonna go. Hey, what's the deal with the kid? Yeah. Dad, well, Dad's dead, and that kid over there is, I think, gonna throw up. Yeah, and they, that kid they, is they... loving it. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. I, I, I almost did this. My my father's funeral was in this exact same church no shit yeah and so the there were gonna be two readings my dad was very devout catholic there were two readings and the pre it's very strange like this church and also just catholicism in general but they they were like you're doing the reading there isn't any like opening up about what you're feeling or it's no it's not like go up there and talk about Right. Nothing personal. This isn't, sec- this isn't secular church. Zero. We don't have a band. Zero. Up here. You're kidding me. The priest gets up and tells an anecdote about how he saw my dad at church a lot. So you're what you're saying there isn't. Like, so that guy got to, but That's not. Weird. What you're saying there isn't like a family, anyone giving a eulogy. Um, like, let no. me tell you guys no. a few things about my no. dad. No. Inter- no. Can I ask you? And you can go pass. Yeah. Who's who set up that program and made that decision? It's the church. They're almost like you're not. You were not doing that. We're not doing a personal thing. I would, we would have, I, yeah. you, this, you, this is just a me thing. Yeah. I would, we would have had a conversation. Yeah. So We're I, I set else. it up. I set it up so We're I could paying say something. $30 yeah, yeah, per accurate. Yeah. I set it up where I could say something. <laughs> and like, and I, and I did say something like of right before my reading, yes, but I set you. it up to that's like my, hide that's it where fucking, I went up and act like I was like, that's my friend. I mean, I was torn up, but of I was course. also like, I was like, I'm not going to do the, the second reading, which you're not, you just start doing it. And then I said something like one sentence, two Good. sentences. Good. But what Did they I cut so your mic? no, <laughs> but I wouldn't be. Were surprised. you getting the light? What I so badly wanted to do yeah. after I finished the reading, yeah. I almost wanted to go. Doesn't it look like she dropped Jesus in that second? Oh, one? Yes. And just go sit Whoa. down. <laughs> go sit down. I wish you had. How I, uh, was this like, y- years ago or no? Was this was 2020. So That's I guess, what I'm yeah, saying. There were so yeah. many things happening, and there was so much extra, yeah. even beyond. Yeah, yeah, so much happening. But the only reason I didn't because my dad was so like devoutly yeah. Catholic, and I was like, he wouldn't have loved it. Uh, if he was alive and I did that at someone else's funeral, he would have been like not chill about it. But I was also like, you know, I don't go to church. This sure. is probably my last mass yeah. at this moment. So. All right, I'll do it. But I, me, me and my older sister, I didn't think my whole family was just like, we were allowed to write a thing up that everyone got to read. But, but still. you know, it's also like the height of, it's June 2020. It's like the height of COVID. People are still like yeah. wildly confused. Yeah. We even wrote on the program, like the family would really appreciate it if you wore masks. 
uh, probably half the people showed up devoutly like, no. And this is June. No, we're not wearing masks. We're like, all right, so just the grieving family of the guy that you're here, he, him, the extension of him Did he pass from said, COVID or? no, no, he had a heart attack. Okay. But it, it was so bizarre to me that we were like, no, yeah, I don't, please. hey, out of respect, please wear a mask. It's almost, like, it's basically no, like saying, no, we're not, we're not. No we gifts, decide. just mask, please. Yeah. Like, actually, no. Yeah, yeah. no. Also, Zero masks. We're idea. here to do what we want. I love the idea of somebody like, yeah, 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 I'm not wearing that fucking mask. Now, when you get up there, you do what I say. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Yeah, like, exactly. We do have rules here. Yes. Like, oh, I, but I, I don't. Okay. Yes. That's yeah. frustrating. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's God, my, I wish you had mic dropped on that. So anytime I've been in that church, my sister got married in that church, and I like told everybody then. I go, look at that. I go, no, no, no. I go, <laughs> I tell that story all the time. So I go, I go, but it does, right? And they'll be like, oh yeah, it does. I told my like little brother. I remember him being like. Yeah, why did they? Yeah, why did they put that in that <laughs> order? Side by side, it's like it literally is like. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Just like all I could picture was Jesus if you being love like, something, Mom, let it go. Whoa! <laughs> oh my god. Mary so loved the world, she yeah. dropped her only baby. She threw him down to the planet. Oh, oh that was good. Um, Michael, that was a a great. Great letter. I know it all too well. It feels well. good to not, it feels, it's fun. It's it. It's it fun to not, know you're not supposed to laugh, but laugh. And mm-hmm. and it's hard not to. Some mm-hmm. of the best times like that were school, I would say. Of course. Oh, yeah. Because you get in trouble. Like there's yeah. some oh, Mrs. Tui's math class when I threw a fly at JR. A fly? JR McBride. Did you cut, it was on the windowsill del- dead. Oh. And I just picked it up. It was me and him in the back next to me. And then in front of him was Mike Cito. And I, I, I God, and Mike Cito like, looks back at me. And I look over at J.R. McBride, who was a, a wonderful, like, kind of dauber from coach type guy. And he's like, hey, you know. And I, I look <laughs> over, he's like looking straight ahead. We're in math class. And I take the, I take the fly. And Mike Cito's watching me. And I throw it at J.R. And it goes right into his ear canal. <laughs> no! And he's like, oh! <laughs> and Mike Cito falls out of his desk laughing. And I'm going, that's the greatest throw ever. Miss Chewie is like, what? The fuck is happening uh, in the back of the room? Oh my god, we could I not threw keep a fly it together. In his ear. Yeah, I never. How old it. were you? This was night school. This was like a couple weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was seventeen. Oh uh, my god! <sighs> Senior it's year, the, maybe. It's the, what the fun part is? Re, I re, I will replay it. That's how you keep laughing. Yes. Yeah. I, I remember it was like Breen Reardon, who was my English 101, 102, and this is college, mm-hmm. and he was nervous. You could tell he was actually pretty hot. Like he yeah. was, I don't know, I don't know age, but he must have been like, 37, I don't know, 35 or something. Yeah, 40. Yeah, hot boy. He was hot. And he was like, he's trying to be serious. And he was like, because they ab- absolutely, absolute, absolute, absolutely. And I, all I could, I was replaying absolutely shaking in my chair. And then I'd stop and then I go. And then you say it again. And then I would, I was crying laughing. Did he notice? Yeah, it's so loud. He asked if I needed to go in the hall. Yeah, this is that's like that's when you're like an adult. Yeah, in college you're supposed to be an adult. <laughs> but we're not. And then you were at Magna Come <laughs> loud, come loudly. Yeah. Magna Come Loudly has to be a porn. <laughs> yeah, Magna Come Loudly. I has actually to. made it. That's my next Magnus. special. <laughs> there that's, you go. Oh, there's the title. Yeah, maybe? I knew yeah. it. I knew if we pried hard enough, mm-hmm. we get some secrets. Uh, Michael, thank you so much for this letter. Uh, it's great. We wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals, Roy Scovel, Daniel Van Kirk, and Beth Stelling. And we are back. 
Go, Roar. Plugs for tour. me. Um, Your last? My tour. The last tour. tour starts in April. Uh, go to my website starting tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? Yeah. Wait, so when does this drop? Next. Yeah, so my website revamped. I made so many jokes on this show about how shitty my website was. Then, no more. Then a listener stepped up and said, I'm going to redesign this fucking website. Wow. Redesigned it, and now it's good to go. Actual tour dates are there. Uh, Pen Pals information mm-hmm. is there. It's a real it's a real place. Are you online. excited? You've seen it by now, right? Didn't you see I, it yesterday? I, I've seen it. Yeah. It's out there. It's in the world. I'm going to look at it later. Go right. go to it and check it out. RoyScoville.com. RoyScoville.com. Um, and, and then, then it, watch people watch have asked physical. us when we know more watch Babylon. Yeah, watch Babylon. Just watch do physical. it. When people know more about uh, when we know more about our fifth anniversary brouhaha, yeah. we'll let you know right away. I know people will want to get flights and all that stuff, so we'll let you guys know. Yeah. For me, um, uh, Irene, this is going on Wednesday. Okay. Uh, Irene too and I, our lyric comedy show will be back in March. So uh, be on the lookout for that. You can just follow at Daniel Van Kirk or DanielVanKirk.com. I'm sure it'll be up there right away. And then my uh, monthly show, which is a great excuse for me to do new material and other people to have a great time as well, uh, Would You Rather Comedy, that is on the 3rd of March. Go to either my website or secretgrouphtx, I believe, .com. And it's uh, it's in Houston, and I hope you guys come out I to it. I love that. Yeah, and then I love Houston. Other than that, I don't know. Everything's DanielVanKirk.com. See me at Moon Tower, and see all him. Stuff. Grolix at the end of April. see him there. Yeah. Beth, what do you got? Beth, going what do you got on? going on? BethStelling.com. Four. Yeah, maybe yeah. I saw you last night in San Diego. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I'll see you this weekend in Telluride at the Telluride Comedy Festival. Yeah. Or in Arbor, Michigan, March 3rd, which is a Friday. I'll be at South by Southwest this year. Yeah. And in Birmingham, Alabama on Thursday, March 23rd. Love it. That's Love professional. Birmingham. That was That's very professional. professional. Thanks. To actually like have the dates. Mm-hmm. I know. She wasn't even reading them. Yeah. That, that wasn't even on. No, it was. She it was, was making. I saw it. It was it just up. her calendar, but she remembered it all. Is that the team? Is that the team? Yeah, part of the team. Yeah. Those little Fuck kids. Me. Oh, love it. Ready? Mm-hmm. Shall we? Love it. Yep. Let's go to the oh. next one. Is that the song? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the next that's one. Let's Ooh, go. We, we, we own that jingle. Okay. Oh, I like this. I like my I don't name like it being at all. first. Dear Rory and Daniel. So <laughs> that I was, feels good. It does, really does. Feels good. Not from over here. I love you both, <laughs> and I can't wait to see Rory on tour in Canada this summer. Whenever I have love a bad it. day, I put on his Netflix special. This feel, You know what? I don't think this letter's going in. I wrote this letter. Ah. I put on his this Netflix special, and it's the best thing on Netflix. Thank you. Just saying. Thank you. Okay. Well, just I have something on there, too. Yeah, I agree. When people say just uh, saying, uh, it means forget this everything. This is my moment. <laughs> this is for me. <laughs> I'm currently going through a rough time, and I'd love your insight. I'm 28, and I went to theater school back in the day, but then later got certified as a trauma counselor. I worked in crisis centers and shelters for a long time before I got burned out and exhausted. Mm-hmm. During the lockdown, I discovered that being a cam girl was something I really loved doing. I only did it on the side occasionally and told a selective group of people. But now I discovered I have a very big passion for sex work and I'm currently doing it as a full-time job. I have an OnlyFans. I have worked I have worked a little bit in strip clubs and I have offered full-service sexual acts for people with severe physical disabilities who have never had any sexual experiences. 
This is through an agency I feel safe with and trust, and helping out people who have never been held or kissed before is some of the most rewarding work I've ever done. I actually find this work has let me explore my sexuality freely and safely, and really combines my passion for care work as a counselor and my performance background. I make porn that is artistic and focusing more on what sex feels like as opposed to just casual, explicit stuff you'd see on Pornhub. Sidebar, everyone should pay for their porn. Far more ethical and just a rad thing to do. Here's my problem. What if I was like, wait, is it free? Like, I've never known the whole time. Wait, there's free porn? Mm-mm, no. I'm bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> my daughter can't go to college. Holy shit. I, I thought you were near. supposed to pick a 900 number when you're 16, and those are your people for the rest of your and life. That's your, that's your crew. I'm out of minutes. That's I have group. my credit card number. Here's my problem. Stigma. I've decided to tell a few family members, a few members of my family, not every detail, but enough that they get the picture. It, it absolutely appalled them, and they want me to stop because this is, quote, quote, causing so much damage to the family. I feel awful and selfish that I discovered I love doing this work and find it safe, fun, and fulfilling, but my family is so stressed about it and pretty disgusted. I offered them some resources to check out to assure them that this isn't me going down a dark path, their words, but they don't want to listen. Any advice? I know no one wants to hear their daughter or sister or cousin is a sex worker, but I hope they can eventually see my side. How would you react if someone in your family told you they were doing this? I'm sad we live in a world where this job is so hated or only seen as people being victims. People who are forced to do this are not sex workers. They are victims and survivors of rape and sexual assault. Those are two different things. Love you both. You guys rule. Fiona May. Uh, At Fiona May on Instagram. Can't blame me for a shameless plug. I'm sorry. Can I say at, something? At Hey, it's Fiona May. Oh, sorry. May. At Hey, it's Fiona May. M-A-E. Can I say something really quick? We yeah. Have, a lot of times we like to work backward, and both of you could jump in or cut me off if you'd like. Um, I The part where Fiona says, I know no one wants to hear their daughter or sister or cousin is a sex worker. I would say this. That, and it's okay, is a response to what you feel is the world because it's your world, there are a lot of families and parents and people, and I know some personally, who would not say, I I never want to hear that. What they do want to hear, which is what I would talk about the resources, is my follow-up to, would be, do you feel like you're in a safe environment? Do you trust the people you work with? Uh, if you're in produced porn, is your no list always being res- respected? Is your acts list always being respected? And if you told me all of the experience I've had and the people that I work with has enabled my agency and I do feel safe, then I would say it's not about – don't worry about saying I don't want to hear that you're a sex worker. I just want to hear and no matter what you do, it's fulfilling and safe and you are yeah. doing it because you're well, happy. Well, I think – I mean that's mm-hmm. a very mature response. I don't think that – I think there is – I was going to say fuck your dad. Y- yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's really the only answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, Just show him what you do. Yeah. He sees it for I, I get that it's common. I'm not saying that it's common, but I, it's an indoctrination of her yeah. family to assume there is a world where your family would just go, yeah. this wouldn't yell at you, this is what nobody wants to hear. Yeah. Well, that's not entirely true. It might be the world you live in, but just so you know, that isn't, you don't have to accept that. Oh, yeah. No, I think saying. personally you don't have to accept it. I do understand that, you know, coming from the perspective of someone hearing that that is your job, and I'm I, I'm all for it and supportive of it if it if it's what you want to do and all the yeah. things yeah. Daniel said, but I, I know that there 
it is a shock to hear that that is what someone is doing uh, for their job. Not trying to say, oh, the family's response is correct. However, I think that that kind of information, you that is something that if my daughter told me that, I would have to sit with that yeah. for a while. Sure. And I, and I would yes. like to believe um, because of just unconditional love that I'm going to come around to doing, you know, putting the pieces together. But you can't just know, you know, right away how you feel. But, you know, sometimes when you found out someone just died, you don't, it's not like the movies or TV. You don't, you sometimes don't break down. No. For a while, sure. Yeah. You don't have this immediate kind of reaction. And I think all information, no matter what level it is, comes at that, like, everyone's own pace of being able to sit with it and digest it. Because that information is is heavy. I think it's admirable work. I mean, people that have, like, physical disabilities and you're able to provide for them a sexual experience, like, I think that is, I think that's huge. I actually think that's an incredible um resource makes it sound strange but for those people i feel like that is an incredible resource that they yeah. could have to know like oh i could experience something that maybe i wouldn't otherwise experience which is a massive part of the human experience yep. uh in general um and mental health and, and mental health, emotional yeah. health and um yeah i mean it truly it releases like oxytocin and like cuddling and yeah. those mm-hmm. things are important to have um, I think it's tough, right? Because this has to do, in some ways, with boundaries. So it's it's basically like I'm not saying you don't have them. I'm saying like it's it's a it's something that you really had to face. You go, do I keep this boundary of my work, or do I tell my family? Yeah. And I get why you want to. You want to share what you're up to, or what you care mm-hmm. about, what you're doing with your family. And yet, as we all know. I, I mean, I have old jokes about this, but I always feel like there was like two types of moms, ones that are like, sex does not exist. And moms that are like, how was your <laughs> orgasm? <laughs> and you're like, eh. you know, but I also sure. feel like, so, so there's, there's balance. So extreme. And also like, I think too, it's unfortunate that they had that reaction. It seems like a knee, knee jerk reaction mm-hmm. or something it feels judgmental, but it could, but, but it's almost like, oh, okay. So should I kept the boundary of keeping sex out of this family or it's tough. I, I guess I'm, I'm. I see why you wanted to share, and yet they couldn't handle it, and now you're feeling shame, which you shouldn't be feeling. Right. Yeah. Um, I like like w- w- what Rory said too. Is um, the two things you're passionate about combined? That's an interesting thing to be able to um, live. You know, like actually helping people and 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 enjoy it. So, like yeah. it isn't just a paycheck. Right. You know. Yeah. I think it is important. I, I'm glad you're creating, like you said, um, porn that is not uh, through what has been a historically misogynistic and patriarchal system. So it sounds like it's from your perspective, which is helpful. I think when you're adding things like that from a different perspective to any art, that's good. Um, I don't know how you deal with somebody saying what you do causes damage to the family. That's right. so, like, not true. It, is, it isn't. Uh, yeah, it's it's. I think it's the uh, attempt, the 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 wrong attempt, at trying to make someone feel bad or guilty because you're trying to steer their decision making. Whereas, like, 
yeah. it's disgusting what you're doing and it actually is bringing damage to the family. And if I tell you that and it's so extreme sounding, then maybe you stop doing it. Well, because right. it's also, you know, like, it's like trying yes. to control your the major decision shift, based on, yeah. The major shift in all, like in all areas of society is people's social circle. Like yeah. most people stop saying uh, F-A-G-G, I don't even know how to spell it. F-A-G-G-O-T. Derogatory. Yeah. For when they're, Social group also like when one or two of the people, the influencers in the group, is like, yeah. Yeah, I don't really say that anymore, yeah. and then you'll see the whole group change. So the inverse yeah. of that is telling a person, "Hey, the whole social group is you're hurting everybody, and everybody doesn't like this." Yeah. And it's like such a like full force, like a Voltron of like we've all combined to tell you this is bad, which is like putting even more on you. Yeah. I think you you touch on a really good thing too that w- when you were talking about Rory, and we talked about this with, when we had Todd Glass on. It's uh, understanding that every sort of information that certainly is not, I'm, I hate using the word normal, but common. Right. Uh, this is an uncommon profession, and, and most people don't think that's what you'll probably go into or that's what you do. It takes a process to adapt, whether it's a death or anything or a, a child coming out to parents, that yeah. there's a process mm-hmm. of like accepting that. The, the, the key difference in terms of like healthy and unhealthy is a person who goes, I love you. I want you to be happy. I'm sure I have questions. Mm-hmm. I just probably need, I just want to take some time to like process right. this versus, yeah. well, you are wrong and you are horrible. <laughs> yeah. And I'm yeah. going to go think it about what a, you just told me. It's it was like, a bad, well, yeah. Both things are process. Yeah. One is coming from unacceptance and one mm-hmm. is coming from a strive to accept and to love. Yeah. But also, what's more annoying than your parents or your family? Like, like I don't even want to tell my mom about regular, other, whatever you want to call your it. Your mom doesn't know you, she doesn't know you do stand-up. Exactly. <laughs> That's been very hard for because you. Because of the damage it would do to the No, but it's funny. It's just like, so, it is doing damage to our family. Um, I think I'm just sort of like, you know, my mom bothers me when she's like, do you have a show tonight? Or I go, yeah. And she's like, oh, I'm like. It's my job. It's what I did, right. but you love it. <laughs> yeah. Like it's she's like doesn't do you have, oh you have to go to a show. It's like that is Where do you think that comes from? That's what I mean. Like she doesn't want me to be out late at night cuz her dad scared her about nighttime. Oh. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, like, she's got her own trauma. Yes, I'm just sort of like I love my mom, of course, Is it like, an early set or yeah, is it late? Just, you know, like oh, it's a 10:30 yeah, show. Two shows. Well, the it's late like, show starts what? at 1 a.m. I've been doing this for 15 years. Mm-hmm. Can I get it? Just stop at, I don't, I, yeah. sometimes I want to go, I'm not taking questions at this time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> About my day or what I'm up to. Yeah, and Why then she takes a little recorder. And yeah, no, that is away. weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's you just sit like, in front so, of a whole bunch so of mics. So I don't want to deal with that when it comes to a job that I guess you could consider is also uncommon, but, sure. but you know, like a parent, sometimes they just don't get it. So yeah. that's tough. I see, you said cousin too. Yeah. But I'm like, ugh. You know, people talk about chosen family, and I, so I hope you have supportive people in your life who understand what you do, who you can share what mm-hmm. you're doing with them, and the, this, and the good podcast. it's doing. Yeah, we're here for you for yeah. sure. But the also, podcast. like, I like there's something undeniable, right, with sex work, with porn, because it's actually so negatively affected my life and my relationships. Porn mm-hmm. has, so I definitely have it out for porn. I'd love to sue for damages to my hoot yeah. and my relationships. Um, <laughs> that's why well, I said I, I appreciate. How, what do you mean? Oh, you could say pass. Oh no! Uh, like someone's uh, usage of porn has affected their uh, capability of intimacy and yeah. their depth and connection to me and perception of sex and even pleasuring another person mm-hmm. and the uh, objectification and needing it outside of mm-hmm. it in a, such a way and relying on it so heavily mm-hmm. that um, 
it becomes very sordid, secretive, and mm-hmm. addictive. I'm a, I'm a, I, so yeah, if, you, if I had time. to choose, I would be like, no porn, please. Yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. have sex with the person you're with. And if you think about other people, you see them, like, of course, those things are totally natural. But I don't think you should have a portal in your hand. Um, I think it can be. Uh, we're already addicted to this. So sure. Yeah. So I mean, like, I support you. It's not that I. It sounds like I'm being contradictory now. Yeah. yeah but yeah. like, because I've been so negatively affected by it, that's why I said I appreciate you putting things out in the world that are from a different perspective. Um, however, I still think it's extremely damaging. But I think the whole world's fucked. Yeah. Like it could be like, and you have to recycle. It's no, the corporations have screwed us and we're dying. Like, <laughs> but also, right. and I think it's fucked. important. Right. And you said this. Like, I've been personally negatively affected by that. Yes. I, 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 we always say, and I, this is probably a good letter to say it again. Uh, we aren't like professionals, and uh, well, we just come from a place of really trying to give a shit. Right. You're not I, a therapist. I got the. Oh, you license. did go. Like I went in That's there. I just said night school earlier. That's you know why how you, you can ordain. School. You can like just be a minister. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> for a wedding. So, anyways, I'm a therapist. <laughs> oh my god! Congratulations. But I yeah. was. You have I, openings next week. It took an hour. It took one hour. I would it love did. To I just filled out a form. <laughs> <laughs> but I always great. wonder, Beth. He pulls back. It's a little bad. Oh, I mean, this. Oh, yeah. That doesn't count. That's not. This one is good. I got these two for doing it. If anybody has Xanax, you know, I I think there's a. Um, uh, the the concept and the conversation just about sex in general mm-hmm. and what sex is that I think it's it, it that even your most basic <laughs> version of like religiously accepted missionary only sexual positions type mm-hmm. even the conversation about that is like taboo for so many people yeah. and it's so wild to me because it is literally the act that whether for pleasure or or for strictly for reproductive purposes it is an action that takes place that continues our species yeah <laughs> on the, when you break it down to just science it, we are fortunate enough in our minds that it can be something that is more than just well, we have to have a baby. We have to make right. a, a child right. to continue being people. That it's so bizarre to me to not to to feel awkward about talking to your child about it, explaining what it is in mm-hmm. all its versions mm-hmm. from from reproductive to intimacy and love to lust, like all versions and of pers- what it is. Personal pleasure and, and personal pleasure, mm-hmm. all of that. That I think that's why some people react this way because they don't understand that you're sexuality is uniquely your own it is your own space and your own thing which is why it's i i think some people feel that they can't interpret that your sexuality you have decided your version of sexuality is an exposure of it and a sharing of it in a specific way which we all know i mean there's examples in here so like people are victims that are like put into it and you're talking about the negative yeah. aspects of it yeah and but, of course we see do- you know we see documentaries about women getting yeah pushed. traffic but, oft- but often even sometimes truly it is a lot of young young women who want to escape their household yes so it is their own personal choice and also like foster care age. situations yeah um and yeah. and then like someone like in this example where it's i've i've chosen this and i found that i enjoy this mm-hmm. and i make money doing this but i from what i'm gathering mm-hmm. it isn't necessarily so much that the money is good or great or whatever it is i don't know what it is but mm-hmm. if it's if it's decent it, it doesn't seem to be the that's the driving the factor driving force, like yeah. i don't think that's what would 
cause you to understand the need to share that sexuality with someone who's physically disabled. And I think that version of it, your parents or family members can't see because they don't want to talk to you about who they are sexually. They don't want to talk to you about what yeah, stimulates them. Yeah, this is on the them. table for right. them. Yes. And, and so they're so, literally, if, no matter to the depth or the details, yes. they are blankly offended that you've put this on the table. Yes, like, and that other people can see you openly in this intimate space. And what's made me think of this was Beth saying that doing stand-up has damaged her family. <laughs> I, I think oh, that there are people actually, if they told their family I'm a comic, they'd go, well, we're cutting you off. This is not well, the plan we had. For well, you. The, the, the idea is that through stand up, you are exposed. You it is another act of exposure through a different way. The things that I have joked about or said my opinion about are all of these things. Yeah, they're not things I would ever bring up at a family function or like to no, people I don't know. That's why sometimes it's tough to be like my, my, your aunt saying, "I'm coming to see you," and you go, "Should you?" Yeah. I told my and mother. I, I now tell people, I go, "Just so you know, it's very R-rated, and I have a lot of sex jokes, and I just want you to know that." Because they are jokes, and yeah. on stage, I have zero apprehension about saying it. Because right. to yeah. me, while coming from a real place in terms of something I thought of, whether it's something I really think or I just think is a good joke, mm-hmm. I tell people like I don't then leave the stage feeling like everything I've just told you is some truthful element of who I am. So the the truthful or element of who I actually discussion. am when I come off stage is I am someone who thinks it's funny to talk like that about yeah. that. It doesn't necessarily mean that if I said something about my wife that I that that happened with my right, wife right. or that I think that of my wife or that my wife or acts like that or that I treat truth her or, or not. that you yeah. want to talk yes. to or that person. imagination or yes. like that's you the thing every comic I feel so guilty my act. Either. I actually step aside and go <laughs> I go my wife is great but is it fun if I get up here and go right, we're doing right. great Exactly. Is that fun friction? Right, right. To no. I told exactly. my mom Ultimately, it is entertainment. On, I told my mom early on, I go, whatever you hear me say on a podcast or in stand-up or anything, uh, anything I tweet or joke that I make, do not talk to me about. Mm. You, it is your decision if you follow me, but I can't be having like a... A, a governor, you know, like in a car, where only lets you it go can't so entertain speed. one person. But also, in my every- mind, of just being like, yes. "Well, she's going to hear this. She's going to." I go, "Do not." And if it's ever like, "I didn't like that thing," then stop following. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But right, yeah, yeah. don't don't look. But also, everybody's different. Like, truly, a, so much of me is on stage. Right, as an actor, when I was in theater school, it's like, remember, you're not your art. It's yeah, like. Yeah. Okay, sure, I'm not my art, but it's pretty hard to tell us apart yes. because yes. I talk so personally. I'm too divulg- yeah. di- divulgent. I am very forthcoming, so that can also hurt me. And some comment, oh, is that a joke? Or you're, yeah, I really am saying. So in some ways, like that is very real for mm-hmm. me. And I also think you can't deny this is something. Just as this is a bigger topic of of what we're dealing with is power. So sex is power, and there's no denying that there's power involved in it. Mm -hmm. And so when Rory says, I talk a lot about sex, very refreshing, because all I'm doing is constantly being judged, or even in my head before I go on stage, or in the comments, like years I spent as a a female comic not talking about sex uh, to prove that I was funny. That was my feminist act, to say, I am so funny, I don't have to talk about sex. Mm -hmm. And then my last hour was like, fuck it, I'm an adult. It's you. And I will talk about whatever I I want to talk about, and and I will make it funny because it's mine. And the other part of it too is like, the power of that is so interesting because for decades, wives sat next to their husbands in comedy clubs while the man was on stage, my dumb, dumb battle axe wife, and we, ha, 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 ha. And if we didn't, we're a dumb, uh, terrible, 
you know, ball and chain. And now that women are on stage talking about sex, that's all you do. That's all you talk about. It's like, if you have a sense of humor, you'll sit there, you'll laugh, you'll take notes, or you'll let stuff fl- slide up past because it doesn't relate to you. Yes. Mm-hmm. But you can't stand having a woman on stage have that power to talk about sex yes. or to share what our experience might be like. Yeah. So that's the irritating part to me because there's men talking about sex all the time. It's the power aspect of it, and that is actually what I think is to be explored in porn in general. Yeah. And how men... And I know I'm bifurcating the sexes right now, and of course, genders are spectrum. That I don't know what they mean. But I just, <laughs> <laughs> I just mean it's like there is something that you can't, you can't like parse out about men's power in porn, and when they right. pay for sex and sex work. Not all, right? But it's it's the sort of virgin Madonna and slut complex thing too. It's like uh, I want you, I want you, I'll be nice to you, I pay for you. But I would never take you home to my family. Right. Yes. Or you're you do what I say. Yeah. And so that's the that's the thing in my head that I would like to understand more, and we don't have time for, which is the power of it, because is it that's that's what I struggle to wrap my mind around. Right. I want you to feel empowered. I want you to be safe, like you're saying. All mm-hmm. those things are mm-hmm. extremely yeah. important. But are you safe only to the extent that you can't or can overpower the person who's paying you? Mm. Yeah, I don't know. The thing, earlier when I was saying about the how we aren't professionals. I started yelling. No, you're fine. No, you We'd love it. <laughs> you, know, you know where we've gone on this place? But when you were saying earlier too about – one of the reasons I was bringing up being a, like a therapist or a psychiatrist is I was, I was wondering what – sometimes I wonder this about people who have certain issues. Like what is the breakdown of why that's happening or why that person's like that? And I don't have the education to figure out or know and I don't have the experience of talking yeah. to that person to dig in. But like – if a person is using pornography to the detriment of their own relationship or relationships with other people or the time in their day yes. or the sexual activity that yes. they do have, like uh, wanting something from someone that that person isn't prepared to give or, or also mm-hmm. power you know, yes, over someone yes. or something. I, I would love to find out w- what is that? Wh- why are you doing that? That is causing a detrimental to your relationship because there are some couples who incorporate porn into sure. their sexuality. And those two people obviously are on the same level of enthusiastic consent and the things that they th- want to do. I think shame is one. But almost like, so you do, do you want to have sex with your girlfriend? Oh, 100%. Okay, then why are you masturbating to porn four times a day? Right. Which then just biologically kind of keeps you from having yeah. the same energy to have that. If you do want that, why, why are we doing this yeah. this much? And then now, like unpack... Why I, do you use this I, thing? And it could be porn. It could yeah. literally be worse. You know, for a random number that felt very personal. Like <laughs> four is a goal, baby. Four is a goal. goal. I, I, I would say shame, and then the other one is addiction. Like that's why these things are a slippery slope. Because uh, thank goodness we don't know what it's like to be addicted to a pain pill or something yeah, or have right, that right, issue. Right, right. Like yeah, you yeah. can have a surgery, do it, not touch it. And there are other people, unfortunately, who Can't. will kill themselves or mm-hmm. one beer turns to 20. And that's that's the crux of it. Yeah, yeah. Just thank goodness I don't have to be there because I don't have that gene. Yeah. But people who do, I feel for them so deeply because it's like an everyday battle. Um, we'll, we'll get out of here. We went a little bit over, but, and I quickly, I hate to like quickly Cause I was this yelling. Part. No, you, we love it. I got charged. You're a pen but, I do appreciate, but I do appreciate Rory talk, saying he talks charged. about sex and stuff because it's like, we all do because it's our job to like stand up there and talk I, about what either we think is funny, what matters yeah. to us or like what nobody's talking about. I think, 
I think if someone's yeah, but like, he doesn't know I how write. sex works, and so it's all him just being like, someone tell yeah. me. Tor trial and error. Yeah, he talked about missionary for three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that I sit down and I, I write great jokes. Agreed. I think what I can do, <laughs> I really think it. I think what I can do is I can go on stage and tell you something that I do think or is prevalent in my life, yeah. and I can make it funny with like sometimes there's a little bit of truth sometimes there isn't but there's no question since the beginning of my my stand-up career almost 20 years ago i've been talking about sex and it's my own realization is i couldn't tell you why i'm so sexual or why that's a part of my my makeup of who i am i don't know what caused it i don't know if it's just naturally there i have no clue but I know that going on stage and talking about it, I realize I'm not like so alone in it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And so like even you having done the whatever show a couple weeks ago and going up and talking about sex and talking about porn and stuff that you did, I it it's there are I know the men that you're talking about where they're like you all you do is talk about sex. Mm-hmm. That what I'm happy about is I I know lots of men who also sit there and it, they find such a great relief when a female comic is also talking about sex because it makes like it feel so much better to go, yes, w- if we keep treating it like a taboo topic, then it's treated like this taboo thing. But it's not really a taboo thing. And mm-hmm. if people just are talking about it, then other people, it creates this sense of relief. There are so many women that hear you say those jokes, and men too, but... There's a lot of women that when they hear another woman openly talking about something like that, it really fucking matters. It really is like, oh, my social circle doesn't talk like that. And you go, well, try it. Yeah. Try it because then you can kind of see who everybody is. It's only going to get (laughs) us all better at it. I agree. agree. Hopefully. Yeah. Or like just say, you know, when kids grow up. Vulnerability is so important in sex. Kids grow up and they're like, "Um, I don't know, sex makes me nervous. It's like, it's probably because, at least maybe from a boy's standpoint, maybe your dad was really nervous to tell you what sex was and maybe didn't even want to. My dad didn't tell me anything about sex. I learned it from school, a Catholic school. That's like, I think to me, that's why I think you love it is, is that base learning that you had growing up. It was like tea and secret. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) So that's why it's fun for you to blow it out, blow it up. Um, this is a great letter, and uh, I appreciate the the work that you're doing. As long as you feel safe and supported, yeah. and all I think that, our know advice, that your family on this side of the microphone, uh, we got your back, Fiona. And so th- just know that. And I think our our positive would to the be world. kind of where you started with like boundaries and and knowing who to like turn to and what you can expect from people. And, yeah. Uh, and and like you said, you said found family as well. Like, yeah, and some people are just not capable of 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 getting there. Like, unfortunately, I think sometimes maybe people in your family just will not. They're I limited, agree. literally. Yeah, I agree. Um, um, all Fiona, right, Fiona May. Oh yeah, you we, read it. We thank you so much for this letter. <laughs> we wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals, Daniel Stelling, Rory Van Kirk, Wee Beth Scoble. <laughs> <laughs> Pen Pals is produced by Lissa Rubin and engineered and mixed by Chad Bouchard. Our artwork was created by Jeffrey Tice, and our theme music is by Patrick Keenan of The Winter Sounds. You can follow Pen Pals on Twitter and Instagram at the Pen Pals Pod. You can see all of that content thanks to Caitlin Bordini, who runs our social media. Head to youtube.com slash Comedy to watch these episodes absolutely free and subscribe to patreon.com slash penpals. For only $5, you can listen to a follow-up letter every week, and you'll be the first to hear all upcoming Pen Pals 
listeners. But the easiest way to support the show is to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes and tell everyone you know about your two favorite cackling idiots. Hashtag grow the show. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.